Mm-hmm. Oh, this FedEx dude is still sitting out here. That's creepy. <laughs> He's just hanging out. Is it FedEx? We do we do sell like vehicles and stuff to you know private people and probably government agents. Some weirdo sitting outside your house. Maybe because I just heard four doors shut, so there might be a group of people unloading. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any I don't have a weapon Got a yardstick (laughs) Get a little spanking (laughs) Oh man I forgot my hat Everybody's gonna see my bald spot (laughs) No shit (laughs) (laughs) He's like I'm done Oh Oh Sorry, guys. <laughs> I made you leave. I smacked uh, you my mouse. Like... No, I smacked my mouse and it closed the fucking webpage. <laughs> I guess I hit it just perfectly. I do. I think it's funny. Like, we we didn't go camping, so we wouldn't have to camp in the rain. And then you still camped in the rain. <laughs> well, I wanted to test <laughs> right? out the tent, you know? <laughs> So, plus I was like, I tested out in the backyard. That way, if anything does happen, I can just go Uh, inside. So, you know, better than doing it like four hours away. (laughs) Yeah, that would suck. (laughs) Although we could have just probably loaded up and went to Josh's house. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Could have been a good backup. Mm. We're just inviting ourselves to Josh's house. (laughs) I don't care. <laughs> it don't make a God, difference to me. <laughs> just show up and kick his door open and be like, what up? Yeah, I'm okay with y'all doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else that will be met with a barrage of... You know what's crazy is like I've always had, you know, you always said, you can just walk in, I don't care. But every time I show up, I knock on the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> think FedEx is not having it. They're not leaving. <laughs> I, I never heard the uh, group of maybe FedEx men leave. So I was checking. They're not there anymore. And there was a package. So I guess they were legit. Mm. <laughs> nice. Either that or, or their feds in the back of the FedEx truck that they commandeered and was like, we need you to deliver this package and make sure he's there. Make sure to wear your aluminum foil armor when you open it. <laughs> I, I mean, it it does stand for Federal Express, so I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> get the federal agents to your house expressfully. <laughs> oh man, what if it's a tiny agent in the box? Oh man, oh, shit! Get your cages, boys. <laughs> I got the dog man cage. <laughs> Ooh. Well, y'all ready to talk about this? Oh. All right. 20 more minutes of bullshitting then. Yes. (laughs) 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 All right. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Paranormal Minds of JST. My name is Josh, and tonight I am joined by my two best friends, Tommy. Hello. And Shane. Hi. (laughs) Every time. Every time. Anyways. (sighs) It's conspiracy theory land, guys. All right. We're, we're, We're good at the conspiracy theories, okay? Lizard people. 
I mean, it could be. It could be. I, you know, I don't know. This is the 40s. We don't know. We don't know. We were new to the technology. All right. Anyways, tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about the Philadelphia experiment. I actually had to go back in our podcast to make sure that we didn't talk about this because I thought we did. <laughs> but this all started in 1943, around October 28th. It is getting towards the end of World War II. And the mid-late 40s was kind of an era for aliens and new technologies were coming out. Um, new medicines. I think this is where we discussed where we figured out antibiotics was in the 40s. You know, all kinds of new things were happening. So... We all know that the U.S. military was constantly experimenting with things. Like, we know in 46, I think it was 46, Roswell wasn't a weather balloon. We know it's a UFO. We know. So, the U.S. Navy was no different. They decided that they wanted to render a ship completely invisible. They dubbed this Project Rainbow. This all happened... In two places, but it started in the Philadelphia Naval Yard. They decided to use the USS Eldridge. So Dr. Franklin Reno was the head of this experiment, and he wanted to use Einstein's unified field theory, which essentially demonstrates the connection between gravity and electromagnetism. They loaded the Eldridge, the USS Eldridge, with these massive generators. As soon as they got powered on, the boat didn't completely disappear. It kind of faded, and a green cloud covered the entire ship. So they turned them off. Uh, successful, kind of. We made it almost invisible, you know, do our thing. The problem was is a lot of the crewmen were... Sick, nauseous. Some of them were actually starting to show mental issues, like like actual spiraling downward mental issues. They went back to the drawing board and decided to change a few parameters and decided, well, maybe we shouldn't render the ship completely invisible. Let's try to make it invisible to enemy radar. So they changed a lot of parameters, turned the generators back on, the ship vanished in a bright blue flash. It reappeared in Norfolk, Virginia, 200 miles away in front of another naval ship, the USS Furoseth. I had to remember the name before I turned the page. It appeared 10 minutes earlier than it ever disappeared from the Philadelphia Naval Yard. Once it reappeared back in the Philadelphia Naval Yard. There was a lot more problems than originally arose when it just kind of faded out of existence. There were crewmen that were fused to the bulkheads. They were fused to the floors. Some, few, some of the crewmen were actually crumpled, like crushed. And a few of them were completely, had completely lost their minds. So the ones that did survive and weren't crazy were supposedly brainwashed, as they always do with these things, to forget that this incident ever happened. But as the story goes, the government is doing its thing to cover it up, make sure that nobody knows, you know. But one man wrote a book. Um, I didn't write his name down, but he wrote a book. And it caused another man, Carl Allen, to remember these things that happened. This is 1955. And uh, he went on to tell that he was there. He was on the, the USS uh, Furoseth when the Eldridge appeared out of nowhere. And he saw the crewmen phasing. That was one of the other things that I didn't mention. Some of the crewmen were actually phased. They were still standing there, but they would phase in and out. They were like, fade away and come back, fade away and come back. Um, but he would see these men fading in and out of existence. 
So, oh my God, conspiracy theories. Um, so what do you guys think about this uh, conspiracy theory? <laughs> so it's like Event Horizon for battleships. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I didn't even put those two together, and I love Event Horizon. <laughs> That's wild. So they were trying to make it invisible and send it to another dimension or hell or something. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Hmm. But they think that that's a lot of the reasons why um, teleportation really isn't a thing, because when it did happen, the men got fused to the walls and the floors and... Mm. Some of them were missing half of their body parts, and, you know, it was a pretty gruesome I, thing. I, I heard someone told me a story about a ship, and it could have been this story where people, he said they used the big electromagnets to cause it, and it just wound up, like, creating holes in the ship, and people would fall, were falling through, and then getting, like, cut in half, and material was getting stuck into the ship, and stuff like that. And, of course, I was like, little kid when he told me that so of course i'm like oh that's amazing and i was like nah that can't yeah. be real or else they'd have reported on something like that <laughs> so, but then i learned about the true nature of our government aluminum foil suit boys let's go no i was gonna say how great they are and they would never lie oh, to yeah. us at all or steal our money from our paychecks that we work hard for and they don't do anything with batting a thousand i see oh <laughs> uh. Yeah, they do they do plenty with that money. They they pay the thousands of people that don't do anything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But they do something with the money. You're generalizing, <laughs> Shane. <laughs> it's okay to generalize government employees. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, they also gotta buy their, their mansions. So <laughs> oh, yeah, true, true, true. And then complain they don't make enough money. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> No, I, I heard that story and, you know, from what you're reading, I'm like, I wonder if it's the same ship. Now, you didn't tell me the name of the ship, so. Yeah, they put massive generators on these ships. Now, to be fair, to aim towards what they claim. Now, there was a scientist or a, a, a naval scientist. I remember exactly um, one of those things I didn't write down again. I just remember. Um he actually come out and said, yeah, the U.S. Navy is trying to experiment with not necessarily turning things invisible, but invisible to certain things. What they were trying, what allegedly what they were trying to do mm. was stop um, enemy torpedoes and mines in the waters by wrapping the ships in um, high-voltage wiring, and they called it degaussing. It would degauss the ship, it would scramble the magnetic field, the torpedo couldn't catch them. Mm. That kind of thing. Now, could that be what they were doing? Yeah, maybe. But we know even... We know that uh, a human body is very susceptible to like electromagnetic fields. Mm -hmm. or, you know, or even certain frequencies. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a firm believer and people can call me a conspiracy theory nut or crazy person. I believe that uh, one, I think the reason we deal with a lot of mental health issues lately is, and I'm not talking about like 5g is spreading COVID. I'm not that person, but I do think that, <laughs> Well, I mean, I do think like the Wi-Fi and all the electric, you know, electricity and waves and radio waves in the, just in the air is bad for us. Right. I mean, yeah. At some point, I mean, heck, when cell phones first came out, they were talking about you could get brain cancer from them because it was pumping radiation into your brain. So yeah. I, I mean, I, I believe, you know, that there's a lot of power within, uh, electromagnetic fields and waves and, you know, Stuff like that. Because we know, like, doing investigations, we check for spikes in EMF readings, right? Right. And we also, we not only do it to see about paranormal activity, but also to debunk paranormal activity. You know, like at uh, the Crescent, we're going up that staircase, you know? 
EMF meter was going ballistic. And then we walk around the corner and there's an electrical panel right there. Yeah. And, uh, we were hoping that tour guy was going to be like, Oh my God, guys, look, look, look. But he wasn't, he was like, check this out. And then showed us that there was an electrical panel back mm-hmm. there. And then we were like, we were impressed with that. Like, thanks for being, thanks for being legit and not some kook. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I mean, and, and he probably did it because we we had our own EMF detectors, but he might have. but I, I like to think that he was an honest guy because he seemed pretty legit and honest. So you know, um, so it wouldn't doubt that like messing with high grade electromagnetic by turning on generators that could cause some type of you know like effect. I don't know. I can't say exactly like the ship disappearing and coming back. 10 minutes prior, you know, to when it disappeared. Um, but I mean, who's to say it didn't break through the fabric of time itself. Where did, uh, where did the ship reappear? I know you said it reappeared somewhere else, right? No, it, it, when it, when it originally left, it it appeared in Norfolk, Virginia, which is about 200 miles away. When it came back, it just reappeared back in the Philadelphia Naval Yard. About 200 miles away. All right. Sorry, you know I'm looking at maps. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was a pretty crazy story. Like, it, it makes sense for the government to be like, no, nah, we don't know anything about that. That, that doesn't sound right. And it, and it makes it hard to, like, prove as well. Because, you know, they're good about, you know, burning documents or at least redacting them and, losing said documents and not to mention people when they tell them to be quiet, like you be quiet, you talk, you know, there's been cases of people being, you know, perma slipped, you know? Right. And this is the forties. Like I said, this is the mid late forties. It's, it's very alien esque era. It's, it's one of those things. Like that's the time that seems to be like, let's hush, hush everything, get rid of what we can. Do you think, because when did you say it happened? It happened like right before the end of World War II? Yeah, it, October 28th, 1943. Okay, so that's about three, four years before Roswell. I was going to yeah. say, do you think maybe uh, they would have used like technology from Roswell, the crash at Roswell? Yeah. I mean, that would so make sense, I- but... I may be wrong about this, but I'm almost positive they had an alien body before 1946 when they they found the UFO or the the weather balloon that they claimed it was. I'm pretty sure they had an alien body before then. So it's one of them stories. It's hard to collaborate. Yeah, I I may be misremembering that. You know, my memory's not worth a shit. So. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that theory. I mean. We definitely didn't just come up with this technology. They were trying to replicate something. Right. And to be honest, I mean, we don't know. We see Roswell as the first UFO crash that we know of. Mm -hmm. Like, how many have crashed that we don't know of? Yeah. When you look back in history, just look at hieroglyphs in ancient Egypt. They show UFOs and hieroglyphs are what appears to be. A UFO. One, there's, it looks like a damn helicopter. Have y'all ever seen that? Where one of the hieroglyphs looks like a helicopter? Hmm. Looks just like a helicopter. I, I read somewhere, someone, uh, like, you know, how they try to debunk things. Um, said that uh, it just eroded to look that way or something. It may have. I mean, 5,000 years is a lot, especially in a sandy environment. Yeah. You know, that's like sandblasting anything you do. It's kind of, it's going to mess it up. And, and, and to give some credit to skeptics. I mean, we, as humans, we are, we tend to look at, look for familiar patterns and stuff. That's why we see faces and everything, you know, um, and things like that. We look for familiar patterns and they're supposed to be quick, uh, reflexes in a way. Like you see a stick on the ground, you can tell if it's a stick or a snake, you know? Yeah. And you'd be surprised. They did a test, I think, on people who, where they showed like quick, like spiders and snakes and stuff. And people had to count. And 
a lot of people counted more spiders than certain other things that were supposed to be counted or something like that. I can't remember the exact test, but it showed that people are more susceptible to seeing spiders and like anything dangerous. Yeah. But that's human nature. That or that's that's a uh, uh, instinct, you know. That's that's just how we work, which makes sense. Even still, like these days, where you don't have the same dangers because we're such an advanced society that no, you got people running up to take photos with bears, right? Like how <laughs> fucking stupid can you be? <laughs> that bear weighs two thousand pounds. <laughs> He may not look like it, but he do. <laughs> Gotta get that selfie, man. That's for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I did that once. <laughs> did you? Oh, that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he did. There were some bears in a parking lot. I remember. Wasn't it? That's what you're talking about, isn't it? Was a bear in the parking lot? You were wearing a blue shirt, uh, I think. I don't remember what I was wearing, but. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> ran up and was like, selfie. No, it was a black bear, though. I mean. Oh, yeah, well. I mean, it's still dangerous <laughs> like, if there's not cubs a around. Deal, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking bear. <laughs> but no, like, what I'm getting at is like, you know, who's to say they didn't find another crash, alien crash, found this technology, claimed it was something else, you know, and then tested it out and it caused that, you know, because I mean, if, if they're able to go, if an alien ship is able to go invisible, um, cloak, cause you, you hear the, you know, um, the eyewitness statements of like something floating in the air is there and then it was just gone. Right. Like it just disappeared. So what if they did have a cloaking device, didn't have the right power or wattage I guess whatever the cloaking device uses and they messed everything up and somehow went back in time like 10 minutes. Yeah. I, I would imagine something like that would need to be like perfect, you know, cause you're bending, you're essentially bending what's around you, right? Like you're, you're bending reality is what you're doing around something. Cause I don't think you're rendering it invisible. I think you're bending the images around it. Like, like sticking a bunch of mirrors on it or something, you know? And, and speaking of which, yeah. Have y'all seen Dr. Strange? I know y'all have seen Dr. You've seen Dr. Strange, right? Mm-hmm. Josh, have you seen Dr. Strange? Uh, I've never like fully watched. I've seen episodes of it, but I've never sat down and watched it. Okay. Well, uh, so when Dr. Strange, you know, he uses like, um, magical powers to bend reality and stuff. And I'm going to give a shout out to Matt Pat on, um, game theory or film theory. Cause they broke down. In fact, that scientists are using light as a source to create barriers and to move things. And they explain that's what Doctor Strange is doing. He's using light to essentially bend reality and stuff and be able to make barriers and move stuff. Like they he showed a video and there's a video you can look it up where they use light to move like this like brick or something and it'll it'll push it. So No, I I I I've watched Doctor Strange. I I had Doctor Who in my head. Oh. <laughs> I've never watched Doctor Who. I've watched Doctor Strange. Yeah. When you started saying he's bending like, I'm like, yeah. And I was like, that's that's not Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've watched Doctor Strange. Sorry, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, so I mean, it's on that same concept of bending light um, in a way of reflecting reality around you that could create a cloaking device. So, I don't know the actual science behind doing something like that. I, I, I'm, I'm stupid. But, you know, um, I find well, that very interesting. Yeah. So here's my thing. We mm. know that I think the only thing that can bend light is gravity. Mm. You can reflect light from a mirror or from like a prism or something like that, right? You can reflect yeah. the light. But to actually bend it, you need gravity to bend it. Mm-hmm. Because that's how black holes work. 
and they say that the gravity is so immense that even light can't escape. Mm. So maybe that's what they're doing. I don't know. And, and it makes sense to use the generators on the ship to try to bend that light. Like maybe that's what they were doing. Maybe yeah. That's how they, that was working. Like a massive gravitational field. Well, so what if, all right, so I, I'm, I'm with you guys on this. I like the idea on, you know, this is retrieved alien technology, but what if it actually was working correctly? There wasn't a malfunction. We didn't have a, a lack of power or anything like that. What if it just could not work here because of the uh, spiritual, magical sort of presence on our planet? Uh, so like the different realms, things like that. You know, we've theorized before that there might be aliens that are taking us to figure out how to generate a soul because they don't have it. So there's yeah. a different sort of spiritual plane connected to our planet. So then when we fired up the machine, it actually sent it to I'm not you know to reference Event Horizon. You know, it went to mm-hmm. hell, the spaceship. You know, maybe maybe this battleship went to the fairy realm or it went to some sort of afterlife, just something that's here. Mm, yeah. How did the people get fused with the walls? Is it one of those things where when that did happen, did they get like, was the ship moving? I'm assuming it would be moving, right? Mm, yeah. Did it move just that little bit and like that, the realities merged at the same time and then... That's how they got stuck in the walls, or is it just an atom thing where uh, de- dematerialized and got stuck in the wall? Like, you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Um, for it to travel, we've talked about vibration before. Yeah. So to actually yeah. jump to a different realm, imagine the power of that vibration. I could see that mixing up atoms between a wall and yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Plus, who's to say when it come back, it didn't come back exactly on that right spot, like it disappeared. And, you know, shifted right into people. All right. Now, I don't have much on maps, but I'm going to share. I do have something. We got some maps. Patreon. (laughs) So I'm going to I'm going to take us back to Roanoke Island. Right. So remember the whole colony disappeared back in by. yeah, I, I don't know when it was. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. All right. So kind of related. They they never reappeared, though, as far as we know. So we zoom out a little bit. Now the ship popped back up over here in Norfolk, right? Mm-hmm. So not extremely close, but pretty close. But when you zoom out even further on the map, both of those locations are right smack in the middle of these three triangles, the Michigan Triangle, the Bennington Triangle, and the Bermuda Triangle, which those triangles themselves form a triangle with Roanoke and Norfolk being pretty much right in the middle of it. This is some real conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) My God, how many lines on this map do you have? Oh, those are ley lines, so... Okay. Yeah. This says 22, Tommy. Look to the left. Tw- line 22. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Easy way to calculate, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> now, to pop from Philadelphia, I don't know, but maybe that's what it is. Powering that machine on, it snapped from the energy it's pulling. You know, I just talked about the spiritual realms or whatever we want to call them. Mm-hmm. Maybe... Powering that machine on here did something to activate those three energy sources and snapped them to the middle. It's pretty close to the damn middle, isn't it? Right. And for it to be a naval ship, it wouldn't, for it to be dead center, it wouldn't be in water. It would be on land. And maybe that's one of those things like where logically, even at that level, that boat would have just been in the way. It's like, oh, I can't put the boat there. That's why I think we're in a simulation. Mm. All right? Mm. That's why I think we're in a simulation. Mm. Because something was like, "Uh uh-uh, we can't put it dead in the middle because it would be a boat on land and people would think that was weird. So the computer's like, uh, water. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, so they just just glitched out the programming then. Yeah, yeah. Huh. 
Could be. Somebody injected some code right at the wrong time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Man, as much as the simulation stuff makes sense, I I can't. I can't. <laughs> right. if, if if I let myself believe that, I would go insane. Yeah, I can see that. I don't actually believe we're in a simulation. <laughs> I mean, essentially, because what that means, you literally have no control over anything you do, right? Right. It'd be very well, Matrix-esque. You'd have to leave. Right. I mean, I think you would have limited <clears throat> control, but, you know, like... Yeah, could, about like the AI, you know, we know, mm. so... Yeah. So. Oh, man. But yeah, it would suck. But like, yeah, I'm just a video game character. That's yeah. it's well, not okay. PC. <laughs> no. <laughs> but you'd be the main character of your own life, I guess. You know, that's kind of cool. My life's kind of boring, though. I mean, it's <laughs> like go to work, come home, eat, go to sleep, get up. Yeah. Also, I'm way better at saving money in a video game than I am in real life. I'm just saying. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. It's not even bringing up money. I had a whole issue. Okay. <laughs> Tommy had $1,200 sitting in Venmo since May and didn't even know it. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I need backstory. Like, what is, is this a side hustle? You just forgot you were getting paid? or <laughs> He was showing some leg. <laughs> You see them games. <laughs> Here's a question. Do you, I mean, I think it's real, but do you have any skepticism towards it? In a way, yeah. I'm going to say because the, the degaussing thing yeah, makes sense. Mm. You know, you didn't want your shit blown up. So you, uh, you wrapped it in high voltage wires and, just kind of scrambled the brain of whatever magnet. I think there were some kind of magnetic torpedoes. I don't remember exactly how they worked, but mines as well, you know? Yeah. So that kind of threw me like, okay, well maybe that's what they were doing. And then somebody in passing maybe heard a naval man be like, oh yeah, they're trying to make our ship invisible and took it out of context. Now yeah. that is a huge possibility, mm. especially since, they used outside contractors to essentially install the generators and install the, maybe the high, high, uh, um, high voltage wires, you know, stuff like that. You know, it could be all, like I said, jokingly, it's, it, it could all be conspiracy theory, whatever. Um, I love conspiracy theories. Oh, I do too. We should cover one on hollow earth. <laughs> hollow earth could be a thing. I'm not saying it is or isn't, but it is. So, uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm with you. I, I love conspiracy theories. Yeah. <laughs> I saw articles talking about like how to deal with family members who believe in conspiracy theories. <laughs> Just listen to what they got to say, man. You don't have to believe that shit. <laughs> right, right. I mean, they, they were going off of, you know, of course, like, you know, the big lie and things like that, dealing with elections and media propaganda, stuff like that. But I'm like I, that. I don't really care too much because I feel like when it comes to stuff like that, there's always a realm of possibility within it. So, yeah, I can't say yay or nay to it. And I just don't really care. I think the government's corrupt anyways, and probably they always lie to us. <laughs> No, Tommy, they are actually batting a thousand and they are not lying to us. <laughs> Government is our friend. That one day, <laughs> like, it looked straight out like you were reading off a cue card. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no way. <laughs> Government will not lie to us, Josh. They are amazing. They take care of us. All hell, the government. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa extremist i see all hell the party uh <laughs> whichever one's in control uh <laughs> but no i was like well just what is what is so wrong with someone who like like me and you we talk about conspiracy theories and shane you know when we're all together 
we talk about conspiracy theories a lot. You know, like every time we're going camping, we're talking about some conspiracy theory or some crazy thing. Do we believe it? Some of them? Yes. All of them? Yes. But, you know, <laughs> I like a lot of them for like entertainment because some of them are just way, way out there. Yeah. They're like, out there. You're like, ah, you know, I don't know about that one. <laughs> unless like what? Um, birds aren't real. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. That one's like, a, that one's a stretch. <laughs> well, the guy who did it, he's like, yo, like this dude. I have to give that man props because he got on like News Channel Three here in Memphis. Like he he dead face looked at them and they're like, so you believe birds aren't real? Yes, I I do. They are not real. They were killed by the government in the fifties or seventies, whatever he said, and they were replaced by robotic birds with cameras. Dead face, not. And then he came out and was like, yeah, I just wanted to prove how crazy conspiracy theories can get. And it was a joke. And yeah. I'm like, uh, it, oh, and it was, it was funny as one of those, that lady said something to him and it like upset him. He he played it off really good. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. That's crazy. And, and it is. Conspiracy theories can get out there, man. They can get way oh, out there. Oh, yeah. Like this one, that's a hell of a stretch. Now you, you, it vanished a U.S. Uh, you know a, a, a destroyer escort. What in the hell is this, Shane? Hmm. Well, shit. We talk about conspiracies. I think the government just blocked the formula. I tried to chat to you guys. Oh shit! I found a formula for teleportation, so I copied and pasted into our chat, and it just gave us that gibberish. I like it because part of it looks like I know that's probably square root, but for some reason I read it as squirt. So, <laughs> yeah, you plug it into Google. It says it, the first thing is a step by step calculator. What the hell? <laughs> All right, let me try part two of the equation. See? It did it again. Screenshot it. Mm. That's what you should do. Oh, I, you can't put you can't put images, can you? Uh, that's what I was trying to just get the text. How how psycho would that be? They have like plugins to every chat, every communication method, and if you share something like that, it blocks it and scrambles it. I mean, I I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. You know, back when the pandemic was, you know, really starting up and stuff, and um, I want to say about the time vaccines started rolling out, you know, they were talking about getting with um uh companies like Verizon and all that and censoring text messages. Oh yeah, for for uh false information. Yeah. So like if yeah. if I like if someone sent like vaccines don't work, it would like block it or censor it. So I mean, who's the same? It's because they're mean, crazy. I mean I wouldn't doubt that, you know, Tech companies aren't working alongside the government. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. Do I think they were monitoring people talking about vaccines? No. <laughs> but, yeah. That would be a lot of monitoring. You're talking about the entire United States. going to be like, oh, are you getting the vaccine? <laughs> I, I do believe individual social media platforms were doing some type of monitoring towards like false information because it kills me. I can't remember what it was. It showed up that little thing on Facebook where it's like, this contains sensitive materia, material or stuff, materia. Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 7. Uh, <laughs> and I clicked on it and it was like first, like not like a blue line, you know, blue line shirts or anything. It was like military shirts that was like support the troops. And I'm oh like, yeah. What in the world? It got a little ridiculous there for a while. Yeah. It, you know, we were even victims to people reporting posts as offensive. Yeah. And so it would hide something, and it was because we said there was a ghost or something like that. Oh, yeah. And so then it got hidden as being offensive. So, I mean, that's all people reporting shit there. And I think that's stupid. I, I mean, forgot all about that. No. <laughs> was that what that was? We did. Uh, yeah, it was some post... Uh, Maybe it had the word death in it. It had something in it. And they're like, no, we don't know. 
So they, yeah, they, they covered it up. It's gotten a lot better. Nowadays, it's not quite so bad. Right. Like at one yeah. point, they were hiding like re- religious stuff, like only Christian mm. religious stuff. Oh, I didn't know about that. It, it got a little, it got, it got ridiculous. We live in the South. So a lot of the people on my Facebook, they're Christians. Mm. So they post religious things. And it would be like, it would tell you that this is sensitive materials. And it would be like a, a fucking Proverbs thing. Like, really? Well, some people probably is. I mean, I'm not going to lie when it comes to things like that. Like, someone it probably, like, offends them in some way. All right. Yeah. Well, it's it's harmful to some of us. If I read a Bible verse, my eyes burn. I, I, I mean, mean, then don't read a Bible verse. I mean, there's Well, that's why they were right? hiding them on Facebook, so they didn't come you know, pop up on them. Yeah. <laughs> there are demons among us. <laughs> demons are people, too, okay? <laughs> Well, not really, but you know what I'm I'm trying to get across. <laughs> I don't know. I just you know, I think I think we do take some things a little too far when it comes to being offended and things like that. Um, and that's why I believe Generation Z and Alpha will not make it, and half the millennials, half the millennials will not make it. All right, we all need to just pretend to be boomers like you and. We no. we should hate everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about being offended because you hate everything. So I tell you, what, this whole offended thing, I think you're just seeing one side of it. This uh, youngest generation are fucking heartless and ruthless. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> they, they know they're inheriting nothing from the world. They know there's nothing to look forward to, and everything sucks right now. So they're like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, mama. All of this shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but my thing is, and I look at it this thing. Okay, you want to complain and be mean about it, or you can go out there and actually try and do something to actually fix it. And by that, I mean not throwing, you know, mashed potatoes Ooh. on paintings, but go out there and actually do something. You know. <laughs> and this is a subject we could argue about, Tommy, because yeah. it's too it's too late. Shit's fucking broken. I mean, I know stuff's broken. It's broken. So the people that should have went out and done something were our generation, and we didn't. Well, our generation's lazy, so. (laughs) Well, so these younger ones, like, I'll never speak a bad word about them. We we gave them a bucket of shit, and it's like, yeah, we were handed a half bucket of shit, and we gave them a full bucket of shit. Well, I mean, it's like, what is it? Um, Someone pointed out, like, the greatest generation or the silent generation, as they're called now, um, essentially built, uh, helped, create the world for the next generation and the boomer generation just they essentially they planted the trees for the boomers right or a tree for the boomer and instead of the boomer taking the seed and planting one for gen x and millennials they just sat under the tree and reaped the fruits and now there's nothing left uh, yep been downhill since <laughs> <laughs> I, I i firmly believe like hey and that's why i say you're not going to make it because i feel like eventually the world's going to reset itself and i'm not talking about like the great reset uh conspiracy theory but like <laughs> you know i like i i like i said the earth will always be here you know until it's not but like <laughs> <laughs> i'm talking about like you know until the sun you know implodes or a meteor crashes into it and destroys it but the earth will always be here you know we're more focused on us than we are anything else. It's always how it's been. And I think that's the biggest problem that every generation has had is we're focused on us. We're not focused on anything else. Just think about it. We say my kids, our grandkids, they're not going to have anything. And it seems like we're focused on the future, but we're focused on the future of the human species, not the earth itself. That's why we are sitting there strip mining for cobalt and all these rare earth minerals and you know, all that, you know, that's true. We have completely deviated. <laughs> yeah, I think we marathoned our way away from what we were talking about. <laughs> this topic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can't you can't start Tommy on his boomer topics, man. I think this this that is that is that is a person looking from the outside in and just being like Y'all all complain, but y'all all do the exact same bull crap. 
and y'all still complain. You know, Tommy complains more than anyone I've ever heard, so. I do. <laughs> He's a complainer. <laughs> Go back and listen to the, the first two seasons of this. Uh, <laughs> All in every order. Every episode. <laughs> All in order. Yeah, they have to be in order. <laughs> so I was trying to find this ship to get us back on topic. So it was scrapped many years ago by a company in Greece. Okay. Which is odd. Now, I don't know enough about scrapping battleships. I mean, but why would it go to Greece to be scrapped? Well, this wasn't, it was a an escort. Now, it had its guns, it had its thing, but it was more of an escort than oh, an actual right. battleship. So that may be why they scrapped it. Yeah, because... Well, you, you also got to look in around World War II, the biggest things for ships were battleships and their prize was ca uh, carriers. So escorts would like deter submarines and um, stuff like that. They would have like depth charges. So you'd have destroyers and stuff like that to dump like depth charges and essentially protect the carriers. And then the battleships also protect the carriers. So, I mean, it, but then it's not unheard of for, countries to sail um like battleships and stuff like that to other countries so like if they're decommissioned so speaking of that if you search for project rainbow or any kind of of code word rainbow or whatever the only thing that really comes up is a war plan to defeat germany japan and somebody else, I can't remember exactly, but um, that's not something you usually hear either, is a, a project giving a name, you know. You might find information about, like, um, is it Blue Book? Is yeah. it Project Blue Book? Mm -hmm. So you know what Project Blue Book is. It's going to give you Project Blue Book. Now, this is Project Rainbow, and it's one of those things. It's like, that's another thing that kind of is like, did this really happen? Because we have Project Blue Book, but we don't have Project Rainbow. But maybe it's because it was such a failure that they're like, you know, we killed a bunch of people. <laughs> maybe maybe we shouldn't tell the world about this. Or, or maybe even like the technology use could so easily be weaponized. Like, can you oh, imagine yeah. making essentially like a, a bomb? If you will, it wouldn't be a bomb. It'd be a device and you just like plant it on a building. And then the building's not destroyed. It glitches out, comes back and still is going to kill all these people inside. Yeah. You could easily bury that in a, in a, in a, like out in the wild somewhere, turn it on remotely and it would do the same thing. Like if you had troops like going from just convoying somewhere and you know, they're going to be there, bam, you push a button convoy gone right or, fu or fused with its convoy you know <laughs> hmm. wouldn't our government already weaponize something like that though maybe it's too uh, unstable right because we we knew the properties of a nuclear bomb mm -hmm. so we created it we knew what would happen we knew what was going to happen you know when you split the atom something as as volatile as as a nuclear weapon but let me catch my thing my, my train went around faster than i could speak <laughs> <laughs> so keep going well speaking of the nuclear bomb because around that same time um you had uh the manhattan project going on you know <clears throat> which was a government secret thing about creating the nuclear bomb you think that probably would have overshadowed something like project rainbow like instead of just making something disappear you can just do complete mass destruction yeah like and, which one works better which one's mm -hmm. easier to do i'm and i did google project rainbow project rainbow works to promote lgbtq plus visibility throughout utah oh so, nice so is that a so, cover-up maybe <laughs> but here's here's something funny about that if you Google BLM, what do you get? No, just nowadays, you get Black Lives Matter, right? 
or yeah. Blue Lives Matter, whichever, whichever mm. one. Well, it also so stands before for all of that, Bureau of Land Bureau of Management. Management. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was a huge thing where like governments were going around and buying land, like like just eminent domaining land because oh, they really? could. Well, that's like you know the Bundy thing in Nevada. Now I don't know which side of the thing you fall on with that, um, but according to them, they had this farm for I think it was five generations, and Bureau of Land Management comes in and says they want the mineral rights to the land. Uh, they said, no, you can't have it. They issued eminent domain on the land. Now, in Nevada, the government already owns about, I think it's 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 quite a bit. I think it's like 86% oh, shit. of Nevada the government owns. And um, again, this is according to their stories. Um, and that's when the government showed up to implement em- eminent domain and they started killing their cattle and digging like ditches and burying the cattle in. Boomer topic, really? <laughs> That's why I just chatted it in. I was going to let you talk about, you know, the government killing cows. <laughs> well, I, I was using that in a in in a sense, you know, of because Josh was bringing up like they. I, but here's the thing: why why you know. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. That's Shane's way of saying <laughs> shut the hell up, Tommy. I want to talk about aliens, not the fucking government. <laughs> hey, this is a government topic. <laughs> you can't have conspiracy theories without government. It's <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> okay, I don't want to talk about the Bureau of Land Management. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the BLM thing went with what Shane was talking about. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that's that was what I thought was kind of wild. You 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 try to find and 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 people have searched for a while trying to find stuff on Project Rainbow, mm-hmm. um, and never could. It, it just never was found. And it was one of those things. It's like okay, well maybe this is just something that somebody made up. And it's it's very possible that um, Carl Allen, the guy that uh, was on the um, the SS Andrew Froseth just made the whole thing up. All right. You know, it's a huge possibility. No. But I don't know. I I, I think at with Einstein already working with the U.S. government on a lot of things, why would he not work on helping ships be invisible? Right. I mean, I. I mean, I know we could probably look at it and be like, well, that's just dumb and stupid. But I mean, back then, you know, that would be a challenging thing if people were like, I think we could. I think we could do that. You know? Yeah. But even still today, they, they, I mean, we, they've worked on cloaking devices what, where they use tiny mirrors or I think here recently, like little LED screens or whatever, like to create pixelated things to with cameras to show, you know, the background of stuff, to mm-hmm. make them invisible. If, if you're following me with that. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I know, I know we, you guys had said that the Manhattan project and the Philadelphia experiment were close in time. I didn't realize like exact same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just pulled up the close. dates. Yeah. Like they were going on at the same time. Yeah. Cause what Manhattan Project started because I can't remember the name of the lead guy, but he he believed that uh, Germany was also working to advance rocket technology, and they were also kind of working on a nuclear bomb, but they were kind of like, meh, let's work on rockets. So <clears throat> um, that's how come Nazis wound up working for Disney and shooting rockets into the air and us landing on moons. That's a true thing. That's not conspiracy theory. But uh, <clears throat> so they wound up making uh, Project Manhattan. So, yeah, I and mean, that was in like 42, 43, I think, when it started. So. Yeah, started at 42 and went on to 45. Yeah. And the Philadelphia experiment was 43. Yeah. Now, I know... They when they project when they uh, perfected the nuclear bomb, the guy who was over it, 
convinced Einstein to send the letter to uh, Truman at the time to say, use the bomb on Japan. And Einstein convinced him. And then afterward, that's when Einstein's famous quote comes uh, after the bombs fail. Like, I don't know what World War Three will be fought with, but World War Four will be fought with sticks and stones. So, and then he felt real bad. He said that was the worst decision of his life was to convince them to use that bomb. Yeah. It makes sense. That was quite, it was quite the blast. I mean, it was a very powerful bomb. Oh, yeah. It left like shadow, like imprints on the ground from people yeah. just being evaporated. Right. <laughs> they say that at the center of it, it you know, a, a nuclear missile explodes a mile above the earth. Mm-hmm. And it's still over 2,000 degrees at ground level um, in the center. So, Yeah. I heard someone break it down like, because you guys heard like New York released a video. I think they released it a few years ago, um, and it just recirculated with the whole war in uh, Ukraine. Um, but like they released a video talking about how to survive a nuclear blast and all that. And someone broke it down and said, if you're like right in detonation, you would just see a bright light and that was it. Yeah. Yeah. You were, you wouldn't feel anything mm. for sure. Um, but I guess if we've rambled quite a bit, do you guys want to give some final thoughts on what all this entails? All right. Uh, um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, well, I'll jump in, uh, which I think we we've talked on all of it. Yeah. Uh, I I think I think it happened. I uh, I think it was constructed out of alien equipment, things we didn't fully understand, and I think it did. It ripped some sort of tear through another dimension, another realm, like what, however you want to look at it. You know, I don't know what happened. And of course the vibrations of traveling is what fused the guys together, jumped it back in time. Like all that checks out. Uh, I, I feel like it did happen. This is yeah. kind of a wild story to just make up in the forties and to be going on at the same time as all this other crazy experimental stuff, which yeah. back then, they tell somebody you're going to split an atom to make a bomb. That sounded just as crazy. Right. Yeah. But we did. Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I think it was buried because it was unstable. Like you said, Josh, like, they had to have talked to some of these survivors. You said they brainwashed them and stuff. Right. They had to describe something horrific and insane. And it was like, oh, shit. No, this is something we don't want to mess with we don't want it to get out because no one deserves that yeah. uh but yeah, that's that's where i'm at on it tomas okay i'm gonna break it down like this are you ready there's water there's alien equipment lizard people that's it <laughs> those people <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I was um, no, I, I agree with Shane. I mean, granted, about all my old boomer rantings, uh, <laughs> I I do think that there, there was a crash probably before Roswell or something. They found some technology. And like Shane said, around the time they had the Manhattan Project, God knows what other projects they had going on. You know, I mean, around that time, and I think into the 50s and such, you know, Russia was developing super soldiers where they were trying to splice ape and human DNA together to create super soldiers. You know, um, so who's to say what else they were doing? Um so it wouldn't surprise me that they were working on a cloaking technology that could have done something that ripped through a f the fabric of space time and maybe not in a sense of actual time travel, but maybe, you know, how we say time is kind of layered on top of each other, you know, um, 
and actually wound up going through and, you know, through that line essentially and breaking through and then coming back. And that could have been what caused everything. So, yeah. and of course I also on this, on the whole side of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was made up to, um, just because, you know, a guy wrote a book about it. Someone said that they saw it, you know, can we collaborate all that? Probably not. They're probably both long deceased. So yeah, um, one guy, the guy, one guy, the, uh, the guy that wrote the book actually killed himself. I didn't mm. even mention that. Mm. Well, uh, well, see, yeah, he killed himself. And then there was a bunch of, a bunch of text written in the sides of the books talking about, uh, it was essentially like, Hey, he's getting too close. Uh, cause mm. Carl Allen got the book and it's a whole thing. I left it all out, but anyways, yeah. Yeah. Mm. The guy killed himself. So, I, I mean, and that, and that goes, because, like, what, with Tesla, uh, when Tesla uh, died, you know, he died poor and in an apartment, and he had a trunk, and it's reducing the noise of my voice. He had a trunk that is believed to have several patents that he never filed, and then when he died, the government came in, took the trunk, and just took it. And his family tried to get it back, and they said no. Tesla was working on, you know, um, wireless electricity. Like, talking about towers. Yeah, towers that would power whole cities even, like, miles away. You know, um, and there would be no wires run. So, I mean. Right. Which, didn't he finish that? Like, that's that exists. It's yeah. just... No one will ever use it because there's no money to be generated from it. Yeah, yeah. There's right. no. I think there's no way to keep up with individual wattage and stuff like that. Yeah. And Which so. it should. That's how it should be. If you can make it for free, give it away for free. But right. and, and I, I think that's what Tesla was working towards. Yeah. Was because he felt like something like that would better human society without making money off of it. And um, in today's standards, I would gladly pay a dollar or $10 or $20 a month for something that is sustainable. Th that money to me would be, okay, I need to keep these um, these huge machines up and going. They, they're not going to pay for it themselves constantly. So I would gladly. Now, mm -hmm. especially in Memphis and, and here, like electricity bills can man, get four, five, six hundred dollars <laughs> oh, a month. Right. You, right. Like, come on. MLGW got hit like some people were getting like two, three. I think one lady had like a nine thousand dollar bill. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Man. It don't surprise uh, me. But uh yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with both of you guys. I think I think this was a thing that happened, you know, mm. and it was so horrendous that the government was like, No, 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 just scrap it. Just erase it. It never <laughs> happened. Because we, like I said, we have Project Blue Book. And we know what happened with those things, so we still have that. Um, I think that what possibly happened with the guys fusing with the walls and the floors and things that, you know, there's a huge possibility that in a different timeline when it did phase shift out of here to go to Norfolk, that possibly it didn't necessarily travel through hell, which... I like that idea that traveling through hell. So <laughs> guys like gouging their eyeballs out and shit, you know? Um Maybe the layout of the Eldridge wasn't the same in a different reality. Mm -hmm. Or maybe that guy wasn't standing in the same place. Uh, maybe the layout and the, and the guy was standing in a different place. You know, And when they came back to this reality, it was like, nope, this is what happened. And, you know, they can only fix one thing at a time. So here's something that'll, that'll, that'll uh, interest y'all. And I hate that it's in our final closing. <laughs> Nikola Tesla died in, on January 7th, 1943. Oh, okay. Hmm. So he died at the end, at the beginning of the year. Yeah, and then it was October 28th, 1943. They tried that. So and they you said that. They, they had his <laughs> trunk? Yeah. Hold up now. Yeah. Yeah. Hold up. We might need to discuss this. <laughs> <laughs> Because I was like, when did, Nick, uh, when did Nikolai Tesla die? 
Yeah, and it says he died January 7th, 1943 in New York, in the New Yorker Hotel, New York. So it wasn't an apartment, it was a hotel. And that's not far from Philadelphia. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And it is believed, like his, like family members and people say, the government came in, took a trunk with all his patents and stuff he was working on. Oh, I believe that 100%. And just, just seized it. So... Yeah. Hmm. Man, where was this discussion at earlier? Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Hey, that 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 makes me believe it even more. Yeah. Right. And I, I, I mean, I, I bet he was. I bet he had something to do with it, or his his working, his mm-hmm. works had something to do with it. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised that he was he you know was working on some type of you know electromagnetic device that was used for cloaking or something to that effect, and they tried that, you know. It's like, oh, yeah, this it may work. not even have been that. It may have been like, let me help these people, but it is useful for that. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. you know, who knows? I mean, they but, probably took that whole crate or trunk to a bunch of MIT people that work for the government. It's like, hey, figure this out. And they're like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh, and, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. That that, right. that opens a whole nother that opens a whole nother floodgate, ladies and gentlemen. A whole floodgate. <laughs> We're gonna have to revisit that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, but if you like what you heard here tonight, which we did, I think, <laughs> uh, make sure you uh, like, subscribe, follow, do all that jazz. Leave us a review because it really helps us get up on the the Apple Podcast boards. If if you for some reason, their weird algorithms push us up if you review us, and we need that. Um, we have a Patreon, and at certain tiers, you actually get merchandise. Actually, I think at all the tiers, you get merchandise, some sort of merchandise. Um, but at the highest one, it's the best. You get T-shirts and mugs and all that jazz. Um, but, yeah, follow us on all social medias and listen and like us on your favorite podcast apps and uh, as always these are just our thoughts and opinions let us know what you think 